Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, August the 5th. As we are back to having Phillies baseball in our lives today, tonight, very exciting stuff. The Phillies back in action, a doubleheader at Citizens Bank Park against the New York Yankees, uh, 4.05 for the first game, scheduled time. And then, uh, you know, obviously it'll depend on how long that one goes, but the uh, second game will probably take place in the 7.35 to 8 o'clock range, depending on how that first game goes. But regardless, some Phillies baseball, two games after uh, we we will see 50% of the games they've played this season today. They've played four games so far this season. We get two today, so that's pretty thrilling stuff as far as this season has gone, though, against the uh, toughest team in baseball, the 8-1 New York Yankees, the first place New York Yankees' best record in the league. So not ideal for a Phillies team that desperately needs some wins. Uh, we'll dive into it all. A little preview. Actually, get to talk about some Phillies baseball tonight, which is very exciting. And then uh, some potential Spencer Howard news. Hopefully, we'll get to that later and a lot more. But let's let's dive in. As as again, we have a actual doubleheader happening at Citizens Bank Park today. A, a unique one in that uh, the Phillies will be the away team for Game One and the home team for Game Two. Of course, technically both games played in. The Philadelphia Phillies home at Citizens Bank Park, but uh, because of the rain out last night, that game was supposed to be New York. The first game is technically, quote-unquote, in New York, though in Philly, as the Yankees will bat last at Citizens Bank Park. And then game two of the doubleheader, the Phillies will bat last. And uh, with them both being seven-inning doubleheaders, I think we can safely say this is something that has never happened in the history of baseball. So that's pretty exciting. A uh, two seven-inning games where uh, the home teams switch in between the games first. A first in baseball. Very unique uh, for this season. You got a lot of firsts, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, it'll also be the Phillies' first uh, doubleheader of seven innings each that they will ever have played before as well. So uh, regardless, it's, uh, it's a big one because as we've talked about a lot, obviously the, the importance of each game this season and that – only being magnified by the fact that the Phillies are not going to get to 60 games. You know, they're just not. Um, we'll see how many they can make up. 
missing a week of baseball, a week of game seven days when you only have four off days in the season, you figure best case scenario they get to 57 or something like that if they play some double headers and, and whatnot and all that. But unlikely to get there, probably more in the 54-55 range. Most likely winning percentage is how they will decide the divisions, obviously. But that only means that each game is that much more important than it was before, and it was already pretty damn important. Only amplifies the importance of each game. And for Phillies team that's sitting one and three, coming into doubleheader against the best team in baseball, not a great spot to be sitting in. It makes these two games today crucially important. Like they gotta win one. <laughs> like not, I'm not gonna say must win because that's crazy. But one and five. Not good. It would not be a good way to start this shortened season. So it is a, an incredibly important doubleheader for this Phillies team. Obviously, you want to see if they could take two, and um, they have to win one. I, I really believe they have to win one. It is, uh, it is they're, they're heading down a bad road. They got Atlanta on the schedule coming up. It, it's not easy. Like They need to win these games, so they need a, 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 at least one. And again, especially one more game against the Yankees tomorrow, too. So... <laughs> They need, they need to find a way to win two of the next three. They need to find a way to, way to win at least one today and, and tomorrow or win two today um, because, you know, it it's crazy, but it's important. Time is dwindling, as crazy as that sounds. And this Phillies team, who knows how many games they'll actually get in this season. So each one, that much more crucially important. And um, thus, these two today are, are just absolutely massive. Luckily for the Philadelphia Phillies, you could not ask for two better starters for it. I mean, you're two best guys. You got Nolan Wheeler lined up. Nola game one, Wheeler game two. Uh, looks like the Yankees will have Jordan Montgomery in game one and Jay Happ in game two. They've not announced the starter for game two yet, but likely two lefties the Phillies will go up against. So um, some Phil Goslin action, you would think, in the double letter. Uh, some right-handed sticks. Hopefully the Phillies can get it going against two lefties. Again, they have to get it going. At least you can say, look, they're playing the Yankees. The Yankees are just better, period. We know that. Just more talented, all that stuff. Um, but you will have the pitching matchup in both games. You know, you got Nolan Wheeler. They're, they're better than, than the guys they're going up against. So that's something. And also, as we talked a little bit about yesterday, but as we dove in, to the uh, bullpen struggles, the sadness that is the Philadelphia Phillies bullpen. The seven-inning doubleheader rule of, of all teams, it certainly helps the Phillies as much as most in the sense that, you know, you, you need less from that bullpen, the theoretically, hopefully, right? <laughs> Especially when you got Nolan Wheeler going, that, that you hope that those guys give you enough where you don't really have to ask much for the pen because, as we know, there is not much there to be given, <laughs> as it were. Um, so... Uh, it's a big one, a big two today, and going up against a Yankees team that is just locked in, uh, eight and one, the best record in baseball. Um, you go through their lineup, and granted, only you know nine game sample size, and for some less than that, uh, eight, you know some players eight games, all that stuff. But I mean, you just look at how how locked in their offense has been. Uh, really, just impressive so far. I mean, you look down the list, really, it's only a couple guys who've struggled. Gary Sanchez has been abysmal, but. Um, pretty much everyone else. DJ LeMayu at 1046 OPS so far. Gio Urshela at 1067 OPS. Aaron Judge at 1270 OPS. Leading the majors in home runs with six. Giancarlo Stanton's been white hot with a 1065 OPS. They have four guys in their lineup with an OPS over 1,000. That's, that's tough. That's tough. The Phillies are nowhere near that. We'll go through the Phillies stats in a bit because the lineup has disappointed. Grant only four games, so you know you can't overreact too much to that, though. They are more important games because there are less of them. But um, as far as sample size go, it is very small. But the Yankees through nine games have been have been raking. 
They've been really good offensively. It's a tough lineup to go against Luke Voigt when he plays an 863 OPS. Um, you know, even guys like Mike Talkman on the bench, uh, 733 is not great, but 333 batting average. He's contributed a bit. Um, they've been really good, and the, and and obviously the the thing that you know, and granted, you know, you like seeing Jordan Montgomery and Jay Happ more than Garrett Cole or James Paxton, and I think it's Tanaka uh, tomorrow. Um, but the, Met, the Yankees also got a bullpen, and we we saw it the other night. But Zach Britton's four shutout innings in the closer role has done a great job. Four saves. Adam Adovino is a outstanding pitcher. Has been great so far this year. Yet to give up a run in four games. David Hales pitched pretty well for them. Chad Green, four games, no runs. I mean, they're just they got guys that I wish we had. I mean, that's uh that's factual. This Yankees team is super, super talented. They're a really, really good baseball team. And it is um it's a really tough spot. Again, this Phillies team, the way the schedule is shaked out, we talked about it, but really we're we're just at a massive disadvantage last night after not playing for over a week and going up against a team that's rolling. I mean just from a timing perspective, from a comfort perspective, all that type of stuff. I mean, it is just, it was a really tough spot for the Phillies last night, and I didn't expect them to win, and they didn't win. But um, given the nature of the season and the situation they're in, you know, as much as I expect them to not be as good as the Yankees today, they have to figure out a way to win. Like, you know, it's we're getting that point where you fall to one and five to start the season. I mean, with another game against the Yankees coming, I mean, it's not good. Again, I'm not saying the season's over, especially with the expanded playoffs and all that, but it's a really bad start to the season, and uh, every game is magnified. You know, it's essentially, uh, if every game is, is like three games, considering the the um, the lack of games the Phillies are going to play, and, you know, more or less every game's like three games, I mean, that's like starting off the season 3-15. and 15. Seriously, think about that. It's like starting off a season 3-15. and 15. And three might be a little high. I think it's 2.7. But if the Phillies don't play 60, it's less than that. So, you know, somewhere in that range. Think about that. Three and 15 start, we would be calling for Girardi's head. We'd be calling for the Phillies to shut it down, all that stuff. But that's that's what we're talking about if they start one and 15. It is, um, again, it's not end of the season type of stuff, but it's not that far off. I mean, we're starting to get into the dangerous territory. Again, six games. You can't say the season's over, but... Um, it's not good. Luckily, the NL East has, has not run away from the Phillies. We'll get to that later as the Phillies have kind of had some luck there and, and um, you know, injuries are unfortunate, but those three teams have been, the three teams are competing with, uh, theoretically, have, have been pretty ravaged by injuries. So um, there is some, some light at the end of the tunnel for this Phillies team. They just need to start winning baseball games. And again, I know they're in a tough spot. It is a tough spot to have to take a week off and then come back and face the best team in baseball. It's, it's really tough. It is uh, almost insurmountable. I felt like la- that. I felt like that the first game of the series two nights ago was was an insurmountable type of game. I thought there was no way the Phillies won. Baseball's weird, so I would have never said they gave them a hundred percent they could win. But it really felt like a game that going in, considering the circumstances, considering Garrett Cole, considering all that, that the Phillies were just not going to win that game, and they didn't, and they didn't pretty handily. You know, it, it felt like at no point after. The third inning, did you feel like they had any sort of chance to win that game? You just didn't, you know, and uh, and and it was on point. And that's 
That's why it's a tough spot for this Phillies team. So they need to show up today. It is, again, a massively important, that we can definitely say the most important fifth and sixth games in the history of a, a Phillies season. You know, fifth and sixth games in. It, it just is. But um, they need to do better. And, and here's the thing. It's not just the pitching that needs to do better, because they do. And, you know, Wheeler pitching today, and, and he's been the only starter who's really given them a sterling outing. Obviously, a really good outing against the Marlins. Nola was cruising through his first start, then had that rough inning. Um, you know, good, not great. Arietta, good, not great. Ar- Arietta, solid, not not close to great, but had, you know, some moments a couple nights ago. Um, Velasquez obviously was horrible in his start, uh, but... And, and again, we know the bullpen. We talked about it all day yesterday. I mean, it is, it is just a disaster. It is a, a really depressing situation. The bullpen, I, you know, you need to find out who you can get outs from. Start, I, as far as I'm concerned, start bringing guys up. I mean, Connor Brogdon, uh, uh, Garrett Clevenger, um, Damon Jones, whoever it is, these young arms that are sitting on that taxi squad, get them up here. Let's go. Please. Again, you know, I, why not? I know Connor Brogdon has, has stuff, at least. You know, I know he does. Um, I'd rather see him than Dioles Guerra. You know, Dioles Guerra, what's, what's he doing? Um, other than still giving up runs up in New York, I think. Um, Guerra's not even a young guy. You know, it's just a strange one there. Um, so you hope that – you hope the Phillies can get that bullpen under control. But the other part of it that we haven't talked about much, and it's only because it's four games, but through four games, the offense has been a disappointment too. And again – we are talking about the smallest of sample sizes. It is four games. It is, it's almost silly to even talk about it, but that's the nature of this season. It is what it is because of how weird and unique this season is and how few games are ultimately going to get played. Um, you, know, you have to kind of look at these things, and through four games, the Phillies' offense has been very disappointing. Now, some guys at the bottom of the offense have, have, have been pretty good, like Jay Bruce, nice start so far. You know, the big homer in New York. A, uh, a 1362 OPS. Now, granted, uh, only 13 plate appearances, but, you know, Phil Gosselin, we know how hot Gosselin is. Gosselin needs to get in the line more. Gosselin's batting 571. Granted, only seven at bats, nine plate appearances. Um, but Gosselin's been really good. Adam Hazley, for the most part, has been very good, batting 556 on the season. I mean, these numbers are so silly. But you look at the the guys, you know, the starting lineup, the guys who have, uh, are supposed to contribute. I mean, JT Romuto is is uh, four for 17 so far. He had that one big homer, but really not getting it done so far. 235 average, 647 OPS. Reese Hoskins. Granted, he had the seven walks in the uh, first series, so his on-base percentage is terrific at 474 through four games, but he's been horrible. Like, let's be real. Reese Hoskins has looked bad. He's looked bad from an offensive perspective. I know he took the ball to the warning track a couple nights ago. I just have been unimpressed with what I've seen from Hoskin and the eye is nice and it sets the floor higher than if he couldn't do anything if he couldn't you know get on base through through walks but man has he been a disappointment and I'm I'm nervous about Hoskins more nervous I came into the season saying I was nervous about Hoskins returning to the guy who um, you know he was and had been in the majors but I thought that you know it would be silly to write him off because you know the the majority of his career he's he's been a really good hitter both minors and majors and last second half of last season was was the the, potentially the blip on the radar you would hope but man i've been really disappointed so far i am uh, less optimistic about hoskins i'm not saying i'm out on hoskins but i'm I'm certainly concerned uh both now and the long term because hoskins doesn't look comfortable to play he's still not hitting the ball with any sort of authorities rolling over a lot of balls just um really not a lot of um 
exit velocity, that type of thing on the on the ball, you just feel like he's really not he's not the guy that he was for the first part of his career, and it's really frustrating at this point because you don't know what happened. You don't know why, but um, it's it's like he's a different hitter, and I don't feel confident when he you know, steps to the plate. Scott Kingery has been a massive disappointment so far, batting 071. Again, small sample sizes, 259 OPS. Uh, Gene Segura, another one who's been a disappointment, 494 OPS. Andrew McCutcheon has one hit, and it was an infield single. McCutcheon's been awful. Roman Quinn, you know, useless, whatever, but has been bad. Um, Harper's been not good enough. 231 average, 873 OPS, obviously that one homer, and he's hit the ball hard. I think Harper's gotten unlucky a little bit. Really, though, when you look at that, I mean, all the guys who go through Didi, Didi's been the only one who's shown up. Didi, of course, the two homers, 1145 OPS. And again, this is their four games, three for some players, all that type of stuff. So you have to take this stuff with a grain of salt, especially considering the game two nights ago, what we've talked about with the, the – the rest, the time off, how that can really mess with hitters' timing, and you're going up against Garrett Cole and all that. So again, I'm, I'm willing to give some passes, but the point is not to harp on the the small sample size stats. The point is simply to show that that the lineup needs to be better. You know, we talked about this team having some sort of chance this year to make the playoffs. That was all predicated on believing that the offense would be good, at least a certain level of good. And through four games, they, they haven't been. <laughs> they just haven't been. They were, they were okay. You know, they've been so-so. And that's not going to get the job done. I mean, this team needs the offense to carry them. They need the offense to really show up, to really put some runs on the board. They haven't done it so far. And again, you hope that now when the timing comes back, that hopefully today, playing two, getting some reps in there, getting going, they can potentially get to where we need them to be. Again, I'm not writing this offense off after four games. That would be crazy. It's not like something with the bullpen where you come in and say, oh, I expected the bullpen to be horrible. And, oh, look, it's horrible. And it somewhat confirms your fears. This is something where we expected this offense to be much better. I'm not going to bail on them after four games. But I need to see more, especially now. Here's the other thing. And it's something that's frustrated me with this team so far. And I understand it, but it just feels like there's – no sense of urgency. And I know we're, again, four games into a season, but as we talked about, a Phillies team that doesn't have a lot of games to play. And I just haven't felt that sense of urgency from the team, particularly from Girardi, in all honesty. And we talked about this a bit yesterday, but, um, you know, the decision in game one to go to Rosso, the decision in, uh, and I, that one even less than the decision to go to Guerra two nights ago, uh, it just feels like, He's, like, trying to figure out his way to get to the guys in the 7th, 8th, ninth, and all that. But, like, just go to guys you, you know keep the game close. Get some outs when you have to get outs and figure it out. And I understand he doesn't want to have to bring those guys in in the 8th or whatever. But, man, it just feels like they're down 3-1. It's like, all right, let's, let's throw the oldest Guerra out there. Like, no. No, do something that can win you the game, that can keep you in it, to give you a chance. I mean, these games, I just feel, look, maybe it's just the way these games have played out and... It's hard to sense urgency in that sense and all that. But for me, watching this team, I would really appreciate seeing some sense of urgency from these guys because, again, I think there needs to be. Like, this this is not – there's not a lot of season left comparatively. They need to, to show some urgency, and that starts today, a massive, massive doubleheader. So go Phillies. We need some wins today. All right, um, speaking of urgency, we talked about the Spencer Howard thing. Um, a lot of uh, – people who cover the team hypothesizing that potentially Sunday 
could be the day when you think about how the rotation lines up with Nola and Wheeler both going today. Neither of those guys will be ready to pitch again until Monday if they're going on normal rest. Uh, Monday, I'm sure one will pitch Monday, one will pitch Tuesday. That's how it'll work out. But it leaves a hole in the rotation because you got Eflin, Arietta, and Velasquez pitching Thursday, Friday, Saturday, right? So you have Nolan Wheeler today, then you got Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And again, if there are no rainouts, this is all presupposed about no rainouts, or I guess no other postponements for any other reason, we should say. Who knows what will happen? But um, Sunday, they need a starter. Like the Phillies are going to have to either um, piece together a bullpen game Worst idea ever, don't do it with this bullpen. I think we know that. Um, or they're going to have to get someone from their taxi squad to bring up and, and start. And <laughs> why wouldn't it be Spencer Howard, right? I mean, seriously, what are what are we doing if it's not going to be Spencer Howard? I just talked about the idea how this team needs a sense of urgency. One of your five best pitchers is on the taxi squad right now, and his name's Spencer Howard. There's no question about it. Spencer Howard needs to be here on Sunday. He needs to be pitching in that game. Has to. Has to. Or before then, if you want to push someone else back, whatever. But Spencer Howard needs to be up. Harper said it. Five games into the season, sixth game, I better see Spencer Howard. Now, granted, we will not be six games in the season until today is done. But it's time. It's go time. There is no more time to waste and fritter around. If you really want to make the playoffs this year, if this team is planning to compete, then you have to bring Spencer Howard up. And look, I mentioned it before, but Corey Simon had a really good piece on MEC Sports Philadelphia yesterday about the fact that the NL East is kind of breaking the Phillies' way a little bit still. Even though the Phillies haven't played much baseball, um, you know, we talked about the Mike Soroka injury to the Braves, their best starter, out for the year with the Achilles t- uh, tear. And obviously that sucks. I like Mike Soroka. I own him in fantasy. It sucks. But, I mean, just it, the way it is, it is, a, it is a benefit to the Phillies that the Braves will not have Mike Soroka. And the Mets... Jeff McNeil's back tightness has been scratched. Cano's been struggling with something. Ahmed Rosario's a quad strain. They're starting shortstop. You want to suspend us, quit the season. The Nationals, Steven Strasburg is still yet to pitch this season. He's uh, scratching his first start with a nerve impingement in his wrist. Apparently he's back throwing on a mound, but still unlikely to pitch this weekend. Um, so Strasburg missing at least a couple turns in rotation. Will Harris, uh, their big signing this offseason, free agent reliever, really helps that pen is hurt. Um Howie Kendrick is injured at the moment. So with this, the way it's shaking out, like, and again, the Braves are really the only one who've played good baseball too. On top of that, um, you know, the NL East is still there. It's still kind of open. And this Phillies team, if they can show some sense of urgency, if they can grab the moment here, right? Kind of start to play with a little hair on fire type of mentality. Um, they can still do this and, and be a playoff team. I mean, it's it's there for the taking. Now, granted, you look at the NL West and you got teams like the Rockies and the Padres really stepping up and, you know, it starts to make you worry about wild cards and all. But look, they can still get second place in the division and make the playoffs. And that's right on the table right now. I mean, the Marlins are technically in second place in the division still. Um, so, or, or tie, you know, right there. So, um, percentage-wise. Um, so, the it's there. It's just the Phillies need to start winning games and they need to show a little sense of urgency. And look, I get it. It's a tough draw. Having to be off for a week, missing baseball activities, then you come back and you play the best team in baseball for four, that's tough. It's tough. You got a doubleheader in there, and then what? guess what? You got the Braves coming up. You got other tough games coming up. This is not easy. Now, the Orioles will be easier and all that, but um, Phillies need to start winning games. This is why going one and two against tomorrow to start the season was such a bummer because you knew that um, they need to win those games against the teams that they're supposed to beat because they got a lot of teams who they're not supposed to beat on the schedule. And they're going to have to beat some of them starting today. 
Like, they need a win against the Yankees here. They need something. They need something to, to push forward with a little bit here. You need a little momentum the other way. You need to turn the tide a bit. Again, every game this season is so crucially important, especially now that the Phillies have lost some of them. They've already lost a little wiggle room. You know, with 60 games, it's it's more wiggle room than 55 or 54 or 56, whatever it ends up being. Now there is less opportunity for the Phillies to make up for the lulls. And starting the season on a lull, especially a 1-5 in five lull, if, they, if that's what happens today, is the kind of thing that could be hard to recover from. Again, it's too early in the season and there's still enough games left where you can't say that a 1-5 start, they're done or whatever, but it's it's bad. It's more 1-5 starting in any normal year is like whatever. It's the first six games. Now I'm not even going to think about it. Now it does matter. Like, it does. Again, it's not season over or any dramatic stuff like that, but they need to win some games. And it starts today, a big one, especially considering you have Aaron Nola and Wheeler on the hill. I don't care who the opponent is. You got Nola and Wheeler on the hill today. You only have two seven-inning games. You don't even have to stress the bullpen that much, hopefully. The offense needs to show up. You're going against two hittable lefties. This is doable. Take one, preferably two. You gotta take one today. The Phillies need to get back on the board, back in the win column, and it has to start today. It is it is crucially important. The most important fifth and six games of the season in Phillies history. So let's make it happen today. Um, down Citizens Bank Park, it will be fun to watch a doubleheader. I'm I'm in for a lot of Phillies baseball. We need to catch up on it. We gotta we waited five months, then a week. It's time to to inject all the Phillies baseball in my veins that I can get, please. So. Uh, big one today, doubleheader. Hopefully the Phillies can get the job done. We need them to. We'll be watching. Uh, and either way, we'll be back to react to all of it tomorrow. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy. And thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.